Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this uh, wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. I uh, don't know what the weather holds today. I meant to look and forgot, so I don't know if it's supposed to rain today or not. I heard rumors are supposed to thunder, have thunder boomers this morning, but I don't know if that's uh, the case or not. But uh, either way, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it and be glad we have another day to serve the Lord and to uh, uh, be used for his glory. If you don't know what that is, then spend some time in prayer and seek the Lord out. Ask him how you can be used today. Ask him how that you can uh, uh, be better used for his service. You know, that's all people want to know why we exist. That's why we exist, to serve the Lord thy God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. So uh, let's make sure that we use each day uh, to its fullest uh, in serving the Lord. You know, sometimes it may feel like days run together and uh, it's easy to feel like a, uh, a worker ant, you know, scurrying about and you're just one day mimics the one before. But um, you never know what the day's going to hold and, uh, and we never know what adventure uh, the Lord's going to take you on. You know, that's the, the definition of adventure is traveling into the unknown. And so, uh, you know, uh, you never know where God's going to lead you, where God's going to take you, who's who you're going to cross paths with. So uh, let's make sure we use every opportunity uh, to uh, to serve the Lord. Now, um, let's go ahead and look at our Bible verse this morning. And uh, we're going to look at um, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and turn to that, please. So let's bring that up. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24 says that ye put off concerning for, well, two pages to the one. Uh, let me read that again. Uh, for ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, in true holiness. And as my pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. Uh, now, the reason why I messed up there reading that, although you can see it uh, to read along for those on social media, for those on the website, I don't have the ability to put that slide up. So when I turned my page, actually they stuck together. And so that's why I messed up, just in case you're wondering what, can the boy not read? So well, no, my fat fingers, uh, Got more than uh, one page when I tried to turn. You know, uh, the um, Christian apologist, uh, Ravi Zacharias, uh, who recently passed away, uh, he was a uh, Indian-born, Canadian-American citizen, and uh, mighty man of God, loved the Lord, uh, done a lot of good things, thoroughly enjoyed, uh, always enjoyed reading uh, his work and uh, or listening to him. You know, sometimes you can... Um, uh, get on uh, YouTube and you can list some of his uh, messages or list some of his inspirational wording that he had out there and uh, really knew his stuff. You're talking about a theologian. He really knew his stuff. And he was talking about uh, the, um, uh, he was in another country uh, and, and speaking. He said there was a man who would take his son each morning to the top of a hill and he would point over to that, to a certain direction and he said, now, when you grow up, those are the people you're supposed to kill. And uh, and said that, you know, that really bothered him, obviously, you know, that he would take a young boy and each morning 
tell him those are the ones you're supposed to murder those are the ones you're supposed to kill those are the ones you have to take out and uh, why because he could not let go of the things of the past that he was so filled with hatred that he was so that he was carrying around almost like a, a dead corpse upon his shoulders and drug that out each day because he could not let it go and uh, you know i think that's something that we are uh, seeing here uh, today is uh, people full of hate who can't let go of the past and uh and so they drag that that dead corpse of of hatred uh out each every morning uh to uh, revisit that and uh you know i think that you know statistically you know with everything that's going on right now uh you know they want to say that uh, cops are all they're doing is profiling but statistically it is far from any kind of genocide in fact uh cops killing unarmed individuals have have actually uh, went down uh, and uh, and are far less, no matter what color you are, uh, than uh, than every any years previous before. Uh, I mean, you just you have to look at it, the the statistics. And I think what it is that the rare cases that something happens, you know, uh, that uh, particularly when it's opposite color, uh, then the media grabs hold of that, glorifies that, pushes it out there, and then and wants to cause a uprising. I think the liberals want to cause a race war. You know, this is nothing new when it comes to hatred and jealousy and pride. Uh, it is, uh, you know, we can go all the way back to the very first family of, of, of uh, Cain and Abel, you know, uh, and, it, and it wasn't even over uh, a political uh, type of situation. It was over uh, the worshiping of God uh, that, uh, you know, Cain killed Abel thinking, you know, here he's living in the temporal, thinking that he can squash out uh, what he what was pleasing unto God, and and, and th you know, and so so we have this kind of jealousy and hatred from the very beginning uh, of uh, of creation, and so this is nothing new. But you know, as I was talking about the other day, you know, life is uh, we need to is precious, and we need to understand the sanctity of life. You know, that's why we stand against abortion. That's why we want to stand against murder. Why is that? Because uh, we are created in the image of God. And, uh, and as a result of that, it is that uh, we don't want to do anything to destroy uh, what God has created. You know, you can look at First uh, John three fifteen. Let me get over here. First John three fifteen tells us, "Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer." And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So if you've got a, if you're living in a type of way that you're you're filled with hate and unforgiveness. Uh, you know, we we dove we dove into unforgiveness some, a few days ago uh, in our devotions, and, and it's, it's not my point to go back and and uh, rehash that teaching. But it, it you know it is it's still uh, is applicable to what we're talking about today in the sense that we need to put away that hatred, we need to put away that bitterness. Why? Because Galatians five twenty two uh, tells us that in the fruit of the spirit that uh, we should have love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self control. Against us there is no law. You know, we need to demonstrate that fruit of the spirit. And if you're demonstrating hate in your heart, if you're demonstrating unforgiveness in your heart, then you're driving a wedge between you and God. 
And that's why we have to, uh, to work on that daily. That's what the old devil wants us to do, is to have hate, to have prejudice, to have these kind of things in our hearts, you know, to drag around that dead corpse of the past. And, you know, and, and that's one reason, you know, we're seeing here that uh, some of these from the NAACP, you know, they want reparations for slavery. Why? Because they can't let go of the past. What happened then was horrible. And what happened then was terrible. You know, even if it was the mindset of the time, it still wasn't right. And even God's word speaks against slavery. It talks against man-stealing. It is wrong. Uh, and, of course, people say, well, there was slavery in the Bible. There is not the, it was not a type of racial slavery as we saw then. Prominent men and women who were doctors and lawyers sold themselves willingly into slavery because they knew they would be financially taken care of, and they did it. They knew you know it wasn't a type of an abusive type of situation. It was the, you have to understand the culture and the time as to why they did that. But as far as man stealing, far as actual racial slavery. That is wrong, and, and the abuse and, and what happened uh, was wrong. But then again, you look in Ireland and you look at some of the slavery there. You look at um, servitude that uh, even white people were sold into uh, in uh, in the early colonies and how they were treated. So you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of in our history that um, isn't right, that is wrong. And, uh, but that is in the past. We have to let that go. We don't, as I've said before, no man goes, you can't go forward looking backwards. Yes, we need to know our history and we need to understand our history so that we don't repeat it. And so, but the only way to overcome hate and unforgiveness, just as we saw with Cain and Abel, just see, as we're seeing today, just as uh, Ravi Zacharias was talking about uh, in this country he was in, this man was showing the little boy that, hey, these are the ones you're supposed to kill over here. The only way, see, it's not a problem so much you know, as, as uh, the racial uh, uh, that were, but it's a heart problem. See, this is why we're seeing mass shootings. This is why we're seeing murder in the streets. This is why we're seeing uh, these kind of situations in our land because it is a heart problem. Without God, the lawlessness will prevail. Uh, evil will prevail. But with God, you know, we look at, um, you know, we read Ephesians um 24, 22 through 24, but you can look on down to 32, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So we need to have that forgiveness. We need to have that love in our heart. And the only way that we can have that and overcome the hatred and the animosity and the, and the letting go of the past is accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior bringing that before God. And even after you come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, having a forgiving heart may not come easy, but we have to fight that. We have to overcome that. And we have to pray that God will change us. And that's why we see here in Ephesians 4, 22, that you put off uh, the concerning uh, the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit and of your mind, and put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So when you come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that old you, that old way of looking at things, all that has been nailed to the cross, you are a new man, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's why we see when we come to repentance, that change of mind, that change of heart, that change of spirit. That's why we become glorified, sanctified. We are a new creation. And that's why we can change that old hatred 
bitterness, unforgiving, uh, the, the, the person you was before, God has changed and now redeemed, and you are that new person. And only through Jesus Christ, only through the Holy Spirit drawing you to him, only you know, it's only through Christ that we have faith. It is not of works of our own, lest any man should boast. It is through faith, through Christ alone. And so through that faith, you know, we can't change the way we think. We can't change the way we look at things. We cannot change our unforgiving heart. We cannot change the hatred that lives within us. We cannot change these things. Only Jesus Christ, his renewal in our lives is the only thing that can change us is, is his redemption, his love, and, and his saving, substitutionary atoning work on the cross is the only thing that can change us and that can save us. And through everything that's going on right now, if they only knew the power of the Holy of Jesus Christ being filled with the Holy Spirit. If they could, if so many people could understand that and put away this hatred, put away this bias, put away the, these racial tensions, is only through Jesus Christ. And just as this man each morning would take his son and point, so many are waking up in the morning and proverbially pointing to this and to that. Whatever it is in their past, they want to drag out that they can't let go. You've got to let it go. That bitterness will eat you up. It will eat you alive if you do not let it go. You've got to give it over to God. With you know, you may say, "Well, it's impossible. You don't know what happened to me. You don't know what happened to my past. You don't know what happened in my family." On your own, things are impossible. But through Christ, all things are possible. So with the very thing you think is impossible, you cannot overcome. Through Jesus Christ, all things are possible. And through Christ, can you overcome the sins of the past? Through Christ, can you overcome those things of your past you think were impossible to let go? And, um, you know, it is, um, uh, I understand these protests, you know, and I understand they want to make a change. And, um, you know, I wonder if you pointed out some of these protesters, what is the change you want? You know, obviously the first response is going to be, well, you know, uh, we don't want any uh, racial profiling and, and we don't want any more murder in the streets. Well, that is the obvious. But how are you going to make those changes? You know, I've even read some, uh, 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 one of our church members put on social media and how they want to do away with, uh, you would believe the, the list of things, how they want to open up the borders and do away with police officers. And, you know, if you do away with, with law, if you do away with the police, guess what? You're opening yourself up to anarchy and chaos. And God is not a God of chaos. May, you know, the only way to change these things is the change of the heart. And my friends, that's what is what we're, we are going to have to start doing as Christians is demonstrating that love of Christ. Remember, we don't compromise on sin. We don't compromise with the world. Uh, but, but we need to show the love of Jesus Christ. We need to show a loving heart, a forgiving heart. And that's one reason I think that drives people away from Christianity and drives people away from church is because a lot of Christians come across as hateful. They become they come across as hate filled. They don't come across as loving. No, we don't agree with homosexuality. Why? Because God's word tells us over and over again, from Genesis to Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Corinthians, uh, Romans. I mean, it is clear. But it don't stop there with homosexuality. Any sexually immoral sin, and that, that includes adultery, pornography, all these other things. You know, you see, like I said before, you see a lot of fat preachers out there, and they don't um, uh, say anything against. Uh, 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 eating too much, you know, but uh, that's a sin. Gluttony is a sin, you know, but, you know, whatever the case may be, we still speak the truth in love. We don't condone wrongful, sinful actions, 
but we have to be a representative of Jesus Christ. And even though we don't agree with somebody, what someone is saying, we still have to approach it in a loving way and say, listen, you know, use something as a teaching moment. If someone's being nasty, try to show them love of Jesus Christ. Now, I can tell you from experience on social media, no matter how rational you try to be, no matter how loving you try to be, no matter how nice you try to be, but they're just going to bang. I mean, they're just going to pound you. So all that you can do in a, in a social media stance Try to present the truth of the gospel as lovingly and as kind as you can. Inviting them to church, uh, you know, show kindness. If they start coming back at you with aggression, you know where they're coming from. Let it go. No reason to, to respond back. If it's face to face, you know, try to show that love of Christ. You know, I, uh, I put on some on Instagram a few remarks in regards to what's going on. And I had some African-American individuals come back at me. Uh, a little aggressively, they didn't like what I was having to say. And uh, when I started trying to explain to them that what uh, I was saying and in, in accordance with God's word and what Jesus Christ was saying, I noticed the tension de-escalated. And they become very kind and they become very receptive. We may not in the end come to a real agreement, but uh, for the most part, um, it took that tension downward. And that's what we need right now in this nation is we need to... to Take this tension and bring it down a few levels. We need to have peace. And the only way you're going to do that is through Jesus Christ. It's only through God alone are we going to have that peace. It's through that change of heart, that change of mind. It only comes through Christ Jesus. Putting off the old man and becoming the new creation in Christ Jesus. And that is the only way, my friends. Let us have a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you blessed us with. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love, your joy, your peace overflowing. Uh, Lord, help us uh, this day. Help this nation. Heal this land. Bring peace upon us. Lord, but the only way we know that can happen is that more people will come to know you as their personal Lord and Savior. And Lord, I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of this nation before. Be with my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, my fellow pastors. And Lord, that they will stand true, that they will stand strong on the whole word of God, not compromising, not wavering, but standing on the truth of the gospel and speaking that truth in love. And Lord, if there's anyone this morning watching that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, watch over, protect us this day. Lord, uh, again, just be with this nation. And Lord, be with our police officers. Lord, I pray a mighty protection upon them. Uh, this morning, uh, the news was showing a list, a literal list of police officers who were attacked or murdered. And Lord, uh, please, I pray a holy age protection about our officers. And Lord, please let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Give peace and strength and comfort for their families and protection about them. Lord, be with my sister in Christ, Kim Penix. Bring healing upon her, Ginger Hood, and Linda Feathers, Roger Winters, Wendy Lee. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Verda Campbell, her sister, and Richard Campbell's father. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with all the prayer requests and concerns I receive daily and that your will be done in each and every situation. Be with our president. Give him wisdom and discernment during this difficult time. And Lord, bring protection about him and his family. Lord, guide us, lead us, and protect us this day. And let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, thank you, Mr. Holly and Mr. Lee, uh, for your comments and uh, much appreciated. 
Hope everybody has a great day today. Don't forget this Sunday, Fountain of Life Bible Church, 118 Julie Lane, Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, we will have uh, indoor service, one service in the morning, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, we encourage wearing a mask and social distancing, but of course uh, it is, uh, it's recommended, but it's not mandatory. And uh, so be sure and join us. Uh, Dr. Vicky will be bringing the morning message. And then on uh, Sunday uh, evening at 6 p.m., I'll be doing the online evening service and we'll continue our study in Hebrew, so be sure to tune into that. So uh, um, if you want to like to share these devotions, you can find me at uh, Dr. Young 77 here on social media. And if your friends or family don't do social media, they can find me on uh, YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch all the devotions there. And or, don't forget, you can find me on uh, the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge. It's audio only, no video, but you can listen to all the devotions, sermons, and um, uh, podcasts uh, that we do as well. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.